no, not that. For December 30th, 2021, I am Darren O'Neill, you are Gene Nevtuliev, and hey, the year's almost over. Yeah, this is our last episode of the year. I mean, unless we do one tomorrow, we could just get a few more episodes in, we can crank them out. Oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be like loaded tomorrow, I don't know about you. <laughs> you mean like with work or just loaded? I'll just leave that up to people's <laughs> imagination. New Year's Eve coming uh, tomorrow. Wow, yes. this, this was another weird year, no doubt about it. And crazy crazy weird year i'd say probably even more weird than 2020 oh i would agree it was like oh how things gotta get better in 2021 and no uh, no they got stranger and we're living right now through the the weirdness that is all the mainstream media bloviating about how this this uh omicron is all over the place it's horrible it's gonna shut everything down even though almost every legitimate health official doctor that i've heard talk about this is going wow this seems like the light at the end of the tunnel like we talked about mm-hmm. i believe on the last episode that oh, it, this it is, is like a definitely cold. unless you're in california and here's the unfortunate part so i went to the apple store today because i need to get something what did you need i mean a you, phone oh what'd you do to the old one i sold and uh so i go to the apple store and I get there and there's like a bunch of people standing milling around outside the Apple store. And as I approach, I look inside the Apple store and there's a bunch of employees milling around inside the Apple store and no people. I'm like, the fuck. So I go up to the two dudes standing by the entrance. I'm like, uh, so what's, the, what's the line for Are you only letting you people in at a time? It's like, Oh no, no. So, uh, because of the health emergency, our <laughs> store does not allow any customers in the store Wait, wait. So what we're here, what we're doing is we're helping people use the online ordering system on their phones to order the products that they need to order. And then are they picking them up at the store where they can bring them? Yeah, yeah. Because your delivery option is pick it up at the store. So So you're effectively you're you're standing next to consumers. Now, they're all wearing masks, of course, because it's Apple. They, They have their own requirements. None of the rest of the mall gives a shit about masks. All the Apple people are wearing masks. Wait, 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 wait. So the rest of the mall stores are open and operating. Oh, of course. They're totally, they're making money. <laughs> and Apple's going, no, no, don't come in and buy our overpriced no, hardware. No. Apple's like, oh, well, this is like the worst it's ever been. This is the most virally infectious possible COVID that we've ever seen in our entire lives. So in order to prevent our employees from, and by the way, inside the store, like 50 Apple employees just milling around. They're all wearing masks. They're all wearing the Apple uniform, but they're just milling around doing nothing because they have nothing to do. But Apple are too much of an asshole just to tell people to stay at home because their store is closed. So they want their employees showing up to the store, standing in a crowd of 50 people, but not letting customers in. That's, that makes it's a whole asinine. lot of sense. It's absolutely asinine. Well, you would They're, think Apple, being a technology company, would have figured out by now. No, no, no. Really, Apple's all they a need. California company first, <laughs> a technology company, really Chinese technology company second. Man, I am still the most surprised that most of these restaurants, stores, and that just haven't figured out. All you need 
is a bunch of UV light air purifiers. Da, 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 da. What are you, a doctor now? You can't be talking about any kind of preventative, curative kind of measures. I would think that's that would not allowed. Sense. You want us yeah. getting banned off YouTube? Is no. that what you want? Yeah, I think so. That Clearly, because get- these are these are verboten topics that you have not been allowed to discuss. You cannot talk about UV lights killing no, viruses. No, they don't kill viruses. It's never been proven. Fact check false. <laughs> There's never been a single incident of proven no, I think that, that is a, proven a particular thing. UV light has killed any particular virus. Well, not necessarily uh, Omicron. Uh, now, <laughs> virus, to be virus, fair, virus. some viruses may be killed by some UV lights, but it is absolutely fact check false. That every virus is killed by every potential UV light. Well, Fact check yeah, false. You can't say every. See, I, I, I know how to write this. Lawyer! I could totally do it. <laughs> right. I can write this script. I just ah, think that's hilarious. Easy. So you show up and you're like, I'd like to buy a laptop. And they're like, well, you'll need a laptop in order to get online to buy a laptop. Well, you can use your phone to <laughs> buy a laptop. But the, the irony is, so I'm, I'm getting there. I'm like, well, but I have a business account. Ooh. See, I'm special. You I get are my special, discount. Gene. I, I, I get my discount at Apple. I don't pay, you know all the fees that other people pay. I get my shit at cost. And they're like, oh, well, let me, I'll go, I'll run back and find out what we need to do. And then, of course, the special business dude comes out. Ooh, do they usher you into the store? No, of course not. No, they, <laughs> they ushered out the business sales guy <laughs> and guy. had him speak to me. And he's like, yeah, no, it's, uh, you're right. We don't have a system in place right now to handle the For business. To sell you stuff? <laughs> can I, can I get your info and, and get your details? I'm like, well, I, actually have the fucking barcode that you guys gave me like five years ago with all my details here you can scan it so he pulls his phone out take a picture of the screen of my phone so you can get my info so i can verbally tell him what i want and then he said all right we'll go ahead and do the we'll punch this in manually for you on the back end get you all the business discounts and stuff and, but unfortunately we're only open for another two hours so we may not have this for you today you're like, I'm that's like, not convenient. Well, that kind of sucks. So, but you guys are closed tomorrow though, right? He's like, no, we're actually open tomorrow. I'm like, oh, well, good. Then that's, I don't care. That's fine. I just want to get it this year. So I don't really care <laughs> if it's there tomorrow. I'll have to come back tomorrow. But it was this whole big thing. Meanwhile, there's like a line of 15 people waiting that are all giving me dirty looks because I just skipped the whole line and, and I'm, you know, I, they like pulled out some private employee to come and talk to me. And, uh, you know, that look that you yeah. get when you bypass a line, when Aren't the velvet rope goes you up for your, you, it's like, you and your white privilege, you Gene. and your white motherfucking privilege, which, you know, little do they realize I'm not actually white, but, uh, that, that whole like asshole look was abundant at, in front of the Apple store. But meanwhile, the rest of the mall looks like, you know, any other day it's normal shopping for everybody. No masks to be seen except for folks standing in line at Apple. Um, because a good chunk of the people in line also brought their own mask as, you know, Apple. Right. Masks so, don't really work, although we get kicked off YouTube for saying that too. Apple? Although although Dr. Wen mm. actually said masks don't work for a pandemic that we're going through. So it's like No, they don't. I've been saying that for two years. Yeah. yeah. Because you know why? Because the first thing I did is pull out the research papers that talk about the inefficacy of masks. And, uh, and I started sending him out and laughing about it to my friends, most of whom are no longer my friends. <laughs> and they, their replies were very much like, you don't know shit about this stuff. So it's like, yeah, this is why I'm forwarding you the actual studies that were conducted a- at my alma mater, mind you, about this very topic. 
And uh, you don't have to take my word for it. Take the word of PhDs. No, that wouldn't work. And of course, the article that I sent out to everybody two years ago had to get pulled and then a different paper had to be put out that talked about how that original paper uh, has been pulled by the authors because they felt that it might, not because it was wrong, mind you, but right. because they felt it might convey the wrong sentiment. It, right, right. And see, now it makes a lot of sense why you're talking now, to me because everybody else stopped talking to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That makes That's sense. the only reason you realize that, right? Yeah. But I yeah. used to I used to know people. This, this is an aerosolized I thing. I used to be Come somebody. On. You used, used to be, to be somebody. somebody. You'll be somebody again someday. I mean, you've got good beard game. We've covered that. I, I do have that going for me. Yeah, I'm I'm different enough from the uh, hipster beard that no one's going to mistake me for that. And this is a virus that everybody's going to get at some point. I mean, you can keep running from it, and I would prefer not to yeah, be sick. Most people have gotten it already. Yeah, well, a lot of people that have gotten it don't even know that. Now, I don't even know how they do the science, and I really should put that in air quotes, you know, mm-hmm. in the podcast. Of well, we believe an article I read the other day said, but we believe that you know about forty percent of the people that contract this will have no symptoms and not even know they had it. Forty mm-hmm. percent, yeah, like, that's unbelievable. Uh, it's pretty much on par with the common cold. Yeah, which uh, would make a lot of sense again with the aerosolized thing. It's like well, given that the common cold is a coronavirus, yeah, or a group of viruses that. That fall into the coronavirus category. And, you know, you always heard when people had a cold, if they would just wear a mask, they would save everybody around them from getting sick. Yeah. Well, the the thing with masks and what most of the masks that people are wearing were designed for is to prevent masses of your snot. Yes. Physical stuff. Yeah. From being hurled at 70 miles an hour, which is the speed of a typical sneeze and into somebody else's face. So you know, for or into that, their body, if you're a surgeon. So for <laughs> that, the mask does work. I, I'm not. I'm not like a mask denier saying that. Ah, oh, all masks are made of cheesecloth. Some masks actually are, but no. Um, there are appropriate uses for masks. However, the masks that everyone's wearing do very little to nothing to prevent transmission of viruses that are aerosolized. Yes. I mean, and that's the normal surgical masks do next to nothing. But what yeah. really does nothing, it seems, are all of these things that were basically made out of T-shirt material. Oh, yeah. That's usually what I wear. Like if somebody forces me to wear a mask, I've got a stash of these masks that are basically made out of the same material as like uh, women's panties. T-shirt. Right. Yeah. No, it's they're literally just slightly different pattern from a panty. And it's easy to breathe through, so you yeah, don't have to worry about giant it. holes, giant <laughs> holes to breathe through. Now, I also have a custom mask made uh, when this whole thing started. That was a lot more interesting. Uh, so it's made by a, uh, a guy who makes leather products. So <laughs> Is this a little it's, S&M mask or something you got hey, going on here? No, it's, it's a COVID mask. It's silly a COVID mask, but it's custom fit to my face. With ball gag? It's optional. made. <laughs> optional. <laughs> it's made, uh, you know, to for somebody with a beard. It's oh, true with the uh, big bushy has, beard. That's harder to find a mask that's going to be. Masks don't work with beards yeah, in general. No, that would not. And it's, uh, you know, it's nice, heavy brown leather. Uh, and it, it looks really nice. I've gotten a ton of compliments by women when I wear this thing. Actually, some guys too. Well, the less you know, they the, can see the of beta your face, males, not the alpha like, males. Yes. The alpha males wouldn't compliment me. So not the beta Murphy. males would. 
Yeah, Murphy. Who's he? Yeah, right. Who's, who's this guy? The women are like, you. the less I can see of your face, Gene, the better. You look really good uh-huh. when I can see uh-huh. less of you. It is really funny because when I when I have worn that mask, it, it it is very common to have somebody come over, and not not necessarily even not attractive women, but just women in general. Uh, and because you know, I rate all women by attractiveness right. as soon oh, as I course, see them because that's polite. I'm an actual man, right? Um, and well, they're seeing something that nobody else is really right, wearing, right? It's like how many other people do you see walking around wearing a leather mask at the grocery store? Nobody, I'm guessing, because I I don't leave the house. But otherwise, I've never seen anybody, even on well, TV. Right. So there you go. Even on TV, you don't see that. And then, so it looks a little bit like the Hannibal mask in uh, right. Silence of the Lambs. Right. Um, that's kind of what I was picturing. Yeah. That's so. Then you have a good impression. It's it, it, but it's kind of brown leather, but it looks really nice. And uh, but I only I wear it on special occasions. I don't, you know, usually the the the, the little panty mask works easier because it's easier to wear and breathe through and stuff well yeah i can't stand it. i mean the mask my glasses fog up it's just really mm-hmm. a pain in the ass and then plus knowing that it doesn't work to keep you from getting a virus then yeah. it, it's-, it's a faux mask and the, the guy who made it was like apologizing at that like i don't know if i've sealed all the holes properly because it's got um carbon filters in it oh nice uh, it's 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 like made really this is an expensive mask well yes and this out. was the only thing custom made Yes, it has to be airtight. And we yeah. talked about a product on Grumpy yeah. Old Bands back when Ryan Bemrose was still doing the show. Who's he? That when LG, the company, and I don't even know if this ever went into production, but it was like a gold star. It was a, a mask that went on and it had like the HEPA filtering and the carbon filtering mm-hmm. and everything. So the only way to get air in and out of the mask, mm-hmm. there was a fan that's, you know, pulled the air in. And it's like, well, yeah. okay, that I could see if you were trying to keep yourself from inhaling a virus yep. that would work of course we then totally forget about the fact that that same virus can hit your eyeball and boom exactly. you're infected right that's that's the other irony and i've talked about this on early episodes of surgeon as well is the fact that uh a, a lot of other parts of your body are perfectly capable of transmitting and receiving viruses as well and your eyeballs are particularly uh susceptible because you have a a wet membrane that is connected uh to really a liquid substrate underneath a gelatinous shell so it is extremely permeable uh it, it it's really hard to avoid having uh viral infections coming in through your eyeballs without wearing glasses you need it's the full really like nuclear hard. mask is what you need. Well, not necessarily nuclear, but yeah, like if you're working in an environment that has a, um, you know, high degree of contaminants, that's the type of mask you want. And, and certainly biological contaminant environments. I have not you know, seen anybody with those out in the street either, which I, no. would, I would applaud. <laughs> and I thought about wearing mine, but I'm like, you know, it's just too dorky looking. It, it, you look like a weirdo wearing that. But you got to have them just in case just right. if shit hits the fan. Yeah. Things get really bad. You want to yeah, be prepared. Like you got you to gotta have your chem suit. You got to have your your uh, radiation pills. You got to have your mask. Like hey, all if the you normal need that whole kit, you have. can go to unrelenting.show and get the Gene Nevtuliev kit with your chem suit. An uh, autographed Gene Nevtuliev kit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. With the whole thing. Exactly. You get your mask. Yes, I'm, well, I'm working on a deal to get the really good stuff from Alex. 
that we can get you can have the uh, leather mask as an option mm-hmm. it's all it's going to be great actually i i can get those wholesale because uh, i just talked to the guy that made it uh yesterday and he was talking about how he's got he's getting more and more wholesale orders coming in so if somebody wants a nice leather mask that is custom made uh re- just reach out I'll, yeah for I'll women especially in. these things are fashion accessories if, if you need to ask how much it is you probably can't afford it so right keep that in mind. you'll get the genev tuliev discount yeah you'll get the the special price. But this is a virus that's going around. I mean, there's no question about it that I mean, although I don't believe the case numbers because we all know how many false positive cases mm-hmm. there have always been with these tests, but it does seem like all of a sudden now my wife's boss, he went to a wedding, his son got covid. He didn't. Yeah. Him and his wife somehow avoided it, but uh my nephew's fiance mm-hmm. believes she has covid now. I mean, there's Right now, more than any time, people oh, seem to be There's sick. a lot of it. I, yeah. I know a couple of people. I just had dinner with a guy that's got it right now, just recently here a few days ago. Uh, another friend of mine I just talked with that I haven't talked to for like a month and a half. He said he's, his whole family's got it right now. Um, somebody came into town and they're like, so do you have COVID like all the other friends that I'm yes. going to see here? Would you like I'm to? Like, no, I, I don't <laughs> need to have COVID. I'm, I'm okay. Thanks. Yeah, and the uh, reality is a lot of people will never know, or it seems with the Omicron. Well, you got to have a, a good good immune system, first of all. And the best way to do that is not to introduce foreign bodies into your body. That would be a plus. Mm-hmm. You want to be prepared. I mean, again, exercise is good. Sunlight yep. is good, but, you know, winter yeah. now here. So, well, uh, sunlight is good. And I, there's certain measures that I take. They're a little more unique. I do have ultraviolet lighting everywhere in the house. Vitamin um, D. I, I I do a lot of well. That's what the UV is for. It's to generate the vitamin D, which is very very important. And I, I generally maintain uh, a much higher carbon dioxide percentage in the house, which is also useful for that. Higher CO two well. is good. Well, I mean, does that oh, yeah, do the yeah. reptiles? I, I try to not drop below a thousand. Interesting. Yeah, a thousand parts per million. You would uh, think that CO two would be bad. I thought this was this is no. horrible gas. Well, that's what they'd like you to think. I suppose. You know, since yeah. this whole thing started, we've just been doing the regimen of mm-hmm. the, you know, the supplements of the supplements are good. You know, elderberry and quercetin and vitamin D3 mm-hmm. and, you know, just being aware of what's going on. And like, well, you're probably yeah. going to get it. But what you want to do is just minimize because I've got my dad on quercetin now, and he said he's actually noticed an improvement in clarity in his vision. Interesting. Mm hmm. I mean, there's some very cool stuff that is available in the homeopathic world. I don't believe in it. I mean, yeah. if you get like, you know, somebody shoots you and you got a bullet in your leg, it's I'm not going to be like, well, let me wrap that with some herbs and it'll heal right yeah. up. But yeah, for just a, get some mint and dandelion uh, and then uh, hogswort. Right. And just patch it yourself right up. A lot of this stuff has been just shown. Don't forget, this show does not provide medical yes. advice, legal advice or financial advice. Yeah. Take no advice, basically, from us. Uh, the vitamin D seems to be very important with people. Yeah, most are, people in the U.S. are uh, too low on vitamin D. They're they're because you're inside too much. Yeah, you're working in a yeah. cubicle, you're not getting fresh air. <clears throat> and ironically, the people that live in the South have bigger issues with a lack of vitamin D than people that live in the North. And I think that's because <clears throat> in the South, people are slathered in. Uh, uh in suntan lotion year out round. In the sun, yeah. 
And so nobody wants to get any sun at all. Whereas when I remember living up north, like you look forward to those longer, warmer days in the spring where you just, you know, you want to be walking around with no clothes on or at least, you know, (laughs) less clothes on. Let's just say less clothes on. Yeah. No, just, you know, at the shopping mall. Right. Right. Well, did you? I didn't mean outside. I meant inside. Well, yeah. Speaking of the outdoor mall here in the Chicago suburbs, yeah, which the is the Land Mall, the Oakbrook Mall, which is mm. the one of the higher end malls. I mean, there's some stores. Yeah, I think downtown. there's an Apple store there. Yeah, in the yeah. Oakbrook store at Oakbrook Mall, in mm-hmm. one of the higher falutin areas. There was a shooting the other day. Yay! Mm. That was uh, there. Were, I saw somebody that posted a meme with this on Facebook. Somebody posted like, "Oh, what's something that you did as a kid?" That now is considered dangerous, and he posted shopping at Oakbrook Mall. Wow! You know this is it. This is what the Windy City and other areas have turned to, which is crime mm-hmm. is running rampant. But we keep going. No, it's all just because of COVID, right? It's all because of COVID. It's um, I think maybe not having police departments might have a slight impact. You think? As well. You think the lack of policing, you think the lack of holding people accountable for their crimes will maybe encourage people I to saw commit more the crimes? the funniest headline the other day, and I didn't read the article, I'll admit, but the headline was really funny. <clears throat> it was a interview with somebody that was arrested for shoplifting, I guess. And the headline was this person, or a quote from this person that was part of the headline was that Walgreens... Uh, purposefully waited until i had stolen over three thousand dollars before filing charges the bastards how dare they i saw that i think it was target but i saw that article okay i thought i thought it was uh, walgreens it could be yeah it's like hold up hold up this person that's been stealing stuff is bitching about the fact that they waited to do anything about his theft until he crossed over the legal minimal limit that is higher than what their attorneys general have decided is okay for the state that he's in. It could be Mandela effect. I thought it was a woman and she was upset that like target was using the camera from multiple stores. It wasn't even like it was no, the same is, store. This is, I think this is a different instance. So this is possible. Thing. This is yeah, possible. This is, I think we're deviating in our articles now. This could be a new game. This I'm could pretty be sure this was a guy. Yeah. Interesting. This could be a new yeah. game for it, these stores. It, it could be a Mandela effect. Maybe his name was Jack Murphy. I'm trying to remember. Maybe. And I, the one thing yeah. I thought was really interesting, there was an article, and this was then verified because I thought I couldn't believe this. I mean, it seemed weird. It's not that I couldn't believe it because it's a government, but the IRS states very clearly that you have to pay taxes on anything you steal. Yeah, you do. And that, that is absolutely right. Uh, illegal gambling, uh, theft, all these things. You know, that's how they got Capone. You right. know that. Yes, tax it's, evasion. It's yeah. Tax evasion. So you absolutely need to pay taxes on ill-gotten goods. So if you were out shooting, well, not shooting, well, maybe, but if you were out looting and you stole that new $2,000 Apple laptop, well, Apple might not come after you, but the right. IRS goes, where's our 100 bucks, on the 200 bucks, whatever it would be on tax well, on that. It's funny you kind of mentioned it that way. Maybe this is a good way for Apple to avoid having to have any store thefts right. by simply closing the store and just having folks that work for them outside of the store instructing people on how to use their mobile app yes shoplifting is a lot harder wow that, that's an store. interesting idea it's like 
All right, I'd like to come in and buy some groceries. Oh, sir, we, we'd love to have you just use your mobile app to order the, your groceries. You know, and I was wondering this, and I may have mentioned this on a previous show, because we do a lot of our shopping at Meyer, their national chain. But mm-hmm. a bunch of times over the last year, they've mm-hmm. run specials where they gave you a discount if you use their service. Where yeah. They bring it out to your car. And I'm like, why? Oh, yeah. They're doing more work. But maybe this again is why, because shoplifting, yeah, shoplifting goes prevention. <laughs> it's hard to steal shit when the only shit you have access to is shit you bought. Yes. And paid for. Yeah. That's a very, very good point. I didn't even think about it. That is super creative. Congratulations, this could be the world Apple. we're going to. Yeah. So Apple is people pre- in. Maybe Apple is just pretending to be going along with the whole California program of like, we don't want to infect anybody. But meanwhile... This is their sneaky, quiet way of preventing store theft. If Apple really cared about their customers, next to that $1,000 iPad would be a sign that says, if you steal this, if you shoplift this, you owe the IRS $100. That's true. Well, maybe even more. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. Here, it's like 10% or so. And you can even use Apple Pay to make the IRS payments. That would be even better for Apple. You know, just, just tap your phone, baby. Yeah. The IRS takes that money. But it's an interesting thing for people if... You get caught. Here's where this is interesting for these towns that aren't have, you know, they have the DAs that aren't going to prosecute all of the shoplifting. Mm-hmm. If the IRS gets wind of this, if somebody stole, you know, $50,000 worth of goods, it's like, haha. Well, even if they're not going to jail for shoplifting, they're going to jail for tax evasion because the IRS does not mess around yeah, with that. I mean, stuff. they're going to have to, like, they probably didn't sell the goods for full price. So they know. Well, they, they're going to have to show a much decreased profit on those goods. And you're and responsible for the tax on the full price. Uh, I don't know that you are, because if you're a reseller, which, you know, legitimate or otherwise. Well, the IRS uh, says you are. Well, I don't know that's true. I mean, we don't provide legal or tax right. advice here. So let's just say do your own research with your own lawyer or IRS representative which is an interesting thing to fill out i mean i want to see the tax return where it's like claiming fifty thousand dollars in stolen goods yeah that would be an interesting tax return that would be followed up by an even more interesting charges being filed against you probably it's like and then you've got prima facie evidence uh in the tax return that you had to sign under perjury penalty yes that you stole a whole lot of stuff so you either admit that you stole shit and pay taxes on it Oh, you don't admit that you stole shit, and now you're doing tax evasion. This might be why Biden almost has- makes somebody want to bring the stuff back. Yes. Well, that was it. That was in the rule was uh, if you stole something in the calendar year and had not returned it by the end of the year, you owe the taxes. But if you brought it back, so mm. if I like stole your car from you on January 1st, but gave right. it back to you on December 31st. Right. So you I, can use it for the year. Yes, so this I, is very similar to the laws on, on uh, dealing with gambling um, income. Yes. Well, the most so beautiful can, thing about the gambling income is that it, it doesn't matter that you came out ahead or behind for the year. It's like you pay on a daily basis. If you leave the casino. No, 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 no that's, that's not true. No, there. And remember, we don't provide legal advice, but. Uh, you absolutely can deduct your losses. Uh, there's a minimum dollar amount that you have to hit. But uh, as soon as you cross that amount, you're qualified as a professional gambler. Right. And, and it's not easy. I think it's your, like over 50000 a year. I mean, there's, it's a pretty well, how high much, number. I mean, would somebody be gambling less than that, frankly? 
I don't see. I need to party with you at the casinos, obviously. Can you afford to party with me at the casinos? Yeah, if you're paying. I mean, I can afford. Oh, oh, where did this me paying part come from? <laughs> I can from? afford to hang out with you then. Uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. it sounded earlier that you were desperate for friends because everybody stopped talking. I'm, so I'm like, I, I can be there for you, Gene. friends these days. <laughs> you got plenty. You got plenty. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get some more friends. You're trying to. <laughs> so, I need more friends to donate money. That's what I need. I need, the, I need like, I'm a poor podcaster and shit. So I'm just trying to make a living by pointing out drama that other podcasters have. This is how the world works. This is how YouTube works. This Uh is where the hits come from because, well, that's people know that people are searching for that topic because once again, it's like chum in the water. Once people get a little nibble, they want to know more. They want to know more, which, you know, which is why this whole Prince Andrew thing now that just Lane was convicted. Now everybody's like, well, wait, why is this guy not, uh, why is this guy not well, in trouble? Uh, uh, well, have they convicted any men for any of this ever? No. I mean, it. Well, I guess technically they. I'm did sure, there's been some, but uh, Epstein. But they gave him a sentence, not needing to be served thing or whatever it was. Like basically, just don't do it again. I mean, which is uh, kind of we look at what people are getting away with now, and it's like, mm-hmm, well, know. we might see some more convictions because I think there's. Quite a few more women, girls, whatever, that went to that island that could all be charged. You know, the interesting for thing participating is participating in underage sexual, uh, what do they call it? Sex, sex trafficking. Minor, yeah, se- sex. I mean, technically, like a minor is participating in that if they're the one being trafficked. Now, the interesting thing is this Adam Curry brought it up was the fact that we are talking about things that happened years and years ago where. There is no physical evidence. So this well, you is just need directly. the 4chan guys on this, and they'll yes. dig up some porn videos from last year. Well, there'll be deep fakes, which is now something you have to be worried about. No, there's no such thing. That's just a marketing <laughs> propaganda term. So anybody out there with the knowledge and the ability to create deep fakes, Gene is now your target. But send him the video. Don't do anything mean with it. Yeah, just uh, you could send it to my email. That'd be awesome. But this is the world where we have a security camera we have people seeing people that are getting robbed to massive extents stores are getting robbed and they don't want to prosecute but then we're prosecuting cases of somebody that said this happened to them 10 years ago i mean the cosby thing the same way and he maybe did it i don't know i don't really care but i think it sets a very dangerous precedent when you allow somebody well, I to come cosby up won his last appeal and he's out yes he is which, I mean, again, the, whether he actually did any of it or not is irrelevant to me for the, the concept of anybody can go, hey, 10 years ago, Gene Neftuliev did this. Okay, but do you have any physical proof? No. Yeah, well, I mean, look, just because I record everything doesn't mean this, that I publish everything on the Internet. It's not a bad idea to record everything, to have the evidence mm-hmm. that you didn't do it. You almost need every moment of your mm-hmm. life recorded now. When, yeah, I've been a fan of that for years. You know, it's interesting to me. Have you ever watched the television show FBI? No, with, I don't uh, have a television. I, I, you have t- uh, screens. You have multiple screens that you can watch. I have screens, on. but I don't have a television, no. I don't have a television package, but I, there's I don't this have thing any called the internet. The, I don't have the channels that, that like are not digital channels or whatever. Yes, but there are ways to get the content to your screen. Yeah, I'm not willing to pay for that. I didn't say you had to pay for it. 
Just as I'm not willing to, to break the, content, the law see? and do it illegally either. I would not suggest anybody break the law no, or do anything illegally. I wouldn't suggest that at all. But the FBI, the show, Missy Paragerm is the the, the irony of stealing a show called FBI. Yes, it's too cheap to pay for it. The FBI warning comes up at the beginning. If you steal this show, it must really be good. You will end up on the show. Right. And it was interesting because I had never watched it. We were looking for something new to watch. So we've kind of been mm-hmm. binging this. And it gets. And you were looking for something new to watch on Pirate Bay. Is that what you're Right. Something like that. The show keeps getting more woke and more woke. It's not a bad show, mm. but it keeps mm. getting more woke. But the interesting thing to me was everything that happens in this show seems to go, which, as you know, NCIS, all these shows are so formulaic, but it's now. All any, I know is zoom and enhance. Yes, they do this. Oh, God, they've done that so many times on this show. The zoom and enhance thing. But it's also, oh, well, let's OK, let's find them on the traffic footage and then backtrack from that and follow them through the city and it's like this magical thing that as long as they can see you at one point they can tell where you were you know two days ago well that actually has existed for at least 15 years that i'm aware of i know there's some of the ability but i think they're kind of taking it a little too much for uh, a little too much for you know for granted that well uh, let's just say i've been a consultant for a number of departments of transportation now exactly how good do these things track then i mean is this something where literally it's like okay if we see a car parked next to the neiman marcus on michigan avenue in chicago you could tell me where that as long as it was still in the city you could tell me where that car was two hours ago yeah okay that's pretty impressive now you can't you can't do that with people but i mean well in some in vegas you could do that with people right um in some cities you could totally do it with people but uh, you could absolutely do that with cars in most metropolitan areas right now and I remember reading that in Vegas, why there's a lot of casinos that are like, well, when you come in through the front door, there is a long escalator. Have you ever noticed mm-hmm. this is why there's always a long escalator in a lot of these buildings? Mm-hmm. Because they want you standing forward, looking forward so they can get the nice facial recognition snap. Yeah. No, I don't know. You, what, know, you that, know what defeats all that shit is facial hair. Yes. Or wearing a mask, which everybody's doing now. Thanks uh-huh. to thanks to covid but that's the other thing there's every time they find somebody on a grainy traffic cam they're like hey let's run that through facial wreck and like five seconds later they have a hit it's like yeah. that doesn't work that way it's really really just kind of yeah, lazy writing, i mean I, I, I thought i don't know if you saw the show there's a show about the las vegas that was it might have even been called las vegas um but it had uh god what was that actor's name he was like this tough guy kind of blonde looking dude oh yeah like, years he, ago this was yeah, on, yeah, uh, yeah yeah years ago uh and he was like the guy running the security department of the casino you know the show i'm talking about i think so was I james was Con in that show? yeah james Con. that's the guy so james Con was the main kind of headlining dude actor of that show and uh i think it was just called las vegas maybe i'm wrong but it was a pretty right. good show. And I remember when that show came out, they did some really cool visuals with, you know, like showing the back rooms with all the camera monitoring and then like going through the camera out to the actual uh, set or location. It was it was very cool. And um, uh, what the hell just happened? I don't know what happened. Uh, that's weird. Uh Oh, CIA. My, no, my, my descript stopped recording. 
Uh oh. Have you paid the bills? Uh, I did. Yes, indeed. <laughs> They're like, no, no moss. I, I paid the bills. Okay. Well, I guess, I guess the post show is either not happening or it's going to be awfully short because uh, it's not being recorded. That's weird. Uh, but at least you're recording the main part of the show. So yes. this will be, that, that'll be out. The old-fashioned local recording way. And for people that don't know what the hell we're talking about, pre-show, post-show. So the way this show is recorded is we start talking somewhat informally, but with the recorder on, and we chat about some topics. We're not planning the actual show topics. These are just things that may not be interesting enough or maybe or too risque right, maybe too interesting. to talk about during the actual show. So those will generally be talked about either in the post-show or pre-show. Pre-show, if I'm thinking of them, post-show, if I thought of them while we're recording this show. And, of course, people that are our paid supporters, uh, I was going to say on Patreon, but on Locals.com, people that are supporting us through Locals, uh, they have access to the full pre-show, show, show, post-show, including transcripts. So any, any kind of quirky, fun, raunchy, or interesting conversations that we might be having that just are not you know pod safe for the podcasting networks out there uh they will still be available to our members um on unrelenting that uh unrelenting.show or yes that would be unrelenting yeah, show is the main site or unrelenting.locals.com exactly and we're still on locals all these People bitching about, oh, well, locals getting, you know, sucked in and sold to Google. Yeah. Good luck. If it happens, we'll be happy to move. I just don't see it happening. Google's not going to make a bid for locals uh, or for what's the parent company? The um, Rumble? The, the Yeah, Rumble. They're not going to freaking buy Rumble next week. Okay. They may buy them three, four years from now. Who knows? Maybe not. But for the time being, there's absolutely no reason to assume a whole bunch of stuff and then not use a service that offers actual competition to Google. Unless you're running a better service that we could use. then Exactly. I mean, this is a crazy thing is the, what is the thought process of people that want you to get off a service because there's a potential that somebody they dislike will buy that service at some future date. Which is the possibility for anything people are using. Literally, right if unless you're doing a home baked solution on your own hardware, literally any service you use, any software as a service company can at some point be sold. Guess what? You don't need to go public for Google to buy you. In fact, the number of non public companies that Google has acquired and Apple uh, has acquired and Microsoft has acquired and Facebook has acquired is much higher. Privately owned companies are bought way more frequently than publicly traded companies. So people going in a panic, and I'm talking about you, you know who you are, <laughs> about uh, not just locals, but uh, goddamn, I forget the name of the video company. Rumble? Yeah. Rumble. It's, it's, it's a really bad name. because It's you- a horrible name, right? I can't remember it, therefore it's bad. It's like a fight. You want to rumble. You want to rumble, man? It's like that old 1960s. You want to be the, you know, start snapping your fingers. I and guess, doing a is little... that what it's coming from? I didn't even know where it came from. Well, I thought it was just the fight. sound that, that like a microphone makes when you're, or speakers make when you're blowing them out. 
True. I mean, it, let's, it's easy. Let's just remember the guy from uh, the WWE. He was the guy from the WWF, right? Or UF, the fighters guy, you know, where it's like, let's get ready to rumble. Rumble. Let's get. Yeah, that's not WWF, though. That that was uh, the um, UFC. Was Mike, his name's Michael. Yeah, UFC. Michael, not Michael Bolton, but it's something <laughs> like Bolton. It was Michael starts started. His name last name starts with a B. Michael Butters or something, Butterfield, something like that. I believe. But yeah, he did his fame. His he literally trademarked this. Is the let's get ready to rumble, which is probably uh, where maybe the name came from. I don't did know. it for years and years and years. I kind of doubt it. Could be rumblings. Yeah, I mean, I guess talk. What, be- whatever it is. Anyway, point is, going public is probably more of an antidote to being acquired because it becomes more expensive. It becomes much more rare to be acquired if you're a publicly traded company than if you're a privately held company. It's much cheaper and easier to do a deal with a privately held company than it is with a publicly traded company. So anyone that thinks that, oh, yep, now they're going public, therefore that's it. You can't trust them. They'll be acquired by somebody doesn't know jack shit about the way the market works. Well, the people that tell you the best thing you could do is roll your own don't understand that by rolling your own you still have to deal with a host unless you are that hardcore where you have a backbone that you can plug directly into and control your servers. Almost everybody uses a host. Yeah. I mean, what was that company that got kicked off of, uh, although I was kind of suspicious to begin with, but got kicked off of Amazon, the the other conservative supposedly. Oh, Parler or Gab? Parler, yeah. I, I don't think Gab was. They never got thrown Am- off. Yeah, I don't think they were on Amazon. Because they were touting the fact that they've got their own infrastructure. But Parler was absolutely on Amazon. And Locals used to be on Amazon, which I was always unhappy with and pointed that out multiple times that, hey, you do know that Amazon could kick Locals off anytime they wanted to, right? So I was super happy. Yeah, instantaneously. I was super happy when they got sold to Rumble because Rumble does have its own infrastructure. And so moving the locals off of Amazon and onto Rumble's infrastructure was kind of a no-brainer. That ensures that there's less potential, uh, what do we want to call it, censorship going on. That makes sense. Yeah. But since we're, I mean, since we're talking about locals, we do have a few people to thank for today's show. We can do that right now. Awesome. It was actually a pretty good show, considering we didn't do a show last week. Maybe that's it. You want to be like... You know, we didn't do a show, and then people get Jones in. They were getting too used to having the shows. Well, we I guess. did a show. Did you not publish it? No, I've never got around to editing that out. I oh was also God. thinking that since this just was like to New let Year's all Eve, you know, somebody was lazy. We did have a show. He <laughs> we, just didn't get around to publishing it. We had an interview. So we'll have that show available at some point. A good interview coming very soon. Yes, yes. But and it, it's not. It, there was nothing like tied to the timeline, particularly in it. So you're not gonna. Not until not it gonna, snows in Austin. I mean, if it snows so you, in Austin, you've got this about weekend, two weeks. You got two weeks, buddy. <laughs> that it's that's when this thing drops, and exactly yeah. to explain it's about why. seventy right now. But yeah, the topic oh. of the show covered a lot of areas, including the energy grid in Texas. Yeah, Saturday here it's supposed to get between four and eight inches of snow, and Sunday it's supposed to be a high of seventeen. So it's going to be a fun New Year's weekend here in Chicago. Now I know you don't leave the house, but. How little sunlight do you actually have now? That's uh, there's not a lot. I mean, you get a few hours. Like, 
but 11 a.m and 1 p.m kind of thing what you could really tell in the morning that it's still like pitch dark at 7 a.m i mean between mm-hmm. 9 a.m and like four there's some sun really i mean if we that don't have much. cloud cover you know hmm. but there's a lot of time now with the uh the weather that there will be cloud cover with the snow mm-hmm. and that but i go outside you know i like getting the snowblower going and putting mm. um see podcasting helps with that too because that gives me a reason to listen to a good half hour or so of a podcast while being now, out for there. those of us in the south what the hell's a snowblower <laughs> you don't well, you lived in minnesota i'm so. asking for the southern folk for the people that don't understand the concept i know a, what it is i've like, run them before it's like a lawnmower for snow it takes the snow and it moves exactly it. yeah it's like an automatic shoveler because you know i don't want to shovel i mean mainly not just because it's physical exercise but it's horrible on the back the we only had like two well, inches people do it wrong i mean that's, well, that's the other issue too. I've, I've realized a long time ago that shoveling shouldn't involve lifting the shovel no push it's a pushing it really should be pushing not shoveling now if it was like the other day we only had two inches of snow mm-hmm. but it was right on that line between being rain and snow so it was like so heavy ah uh, so it was like sleet yeah and the, even the snowblower was just like, you know, every few feet, just kind of crapping out and the stuff just getting mm. kind of stuck and, you know, not fun. But if you don't clear you just it stick up, stick your then, hand in there to just <laughs> open it up. Oh, dude, clear, the clear it out. My parents had a snowblower back in the day that had the big metal blades. This, uh, yep. this is oh, you a don't have that? No, these are like rubber blades now. Oh, God. No, mine was, well, mine, my, my snowblower that I was running was absolutely metal. Yeah, you, hit, you I could would easily rip an arm off. I think it was a yes. Yes, you could. Like a four horsepower ish thereabouts. Yeah, you got to throw that snow, man. Thirty feet. Because thirty feet even, snow throwage. Yeah, well, that's the only way to do it. Because yeah. with the snow blowers that don't have enough uh, lift to them, so you can't throw it far right. enough. I mean, you're going down the driveway and it's not getting it past the driveway. So, so the just- last one that I had before I moved south was it had tracks so it was a is uh auto propelled oh nice so it's it, like it part had, tank it was part tank it had tracks and all you, you didn't have a seat or anything you still walked behind it but you really didn't need to do much because uh it was uh you just have to hold down one button that basically says yes i'm still here kind of like driving a tesla <laughs> nice. like you don't really have to drive it you just have to kind of touch the steering wheel now and then to let the car know you're still there you haven't climbed into the back seat right yeah you're not taking a nap yeah exactly but the the benefit of having tracks mean meant that the snowblower by itself could press down against the asphalt uh without you having to push on it or lift it in any matter at all right which is nice mm-hmm. yeah i think that that worked pretty well i think it was a honda I, mean, I just can't believe there's no kids around in the neighborhood anymore that are like wanting to do the snow removal for you. The millennials don't have kids. Yeah, that may be it. That may there be There are it. literally no kids. The only, this is a, uh, absolutely a fact is that the population of the United States is going down just like the population of every country in Europe and Russia. But not China. And, and well, not, well, no, China too. China absolutely is going down. It's a problem now. They, they're starting to recognize in China as well. Well, yeah, they just lifted the ban, right? Yeah, on, uh, well, they, they lifted it a while ago. They're actively promoting uh, more people having more children right now because they're, they're doing the forecasting and realizing they're going to have like a three to one ratio 
of earning young people to retired old people before too long. <laughs> They're like, we need world domination too. So that's helpful. That's, yeah, that's a problem for them. But it is in the U.S. as well. And the only thing that makes the population of the U.S. go up every census is immigration, both legal and illegal. Makes sense. So this may be the dirty little secret why neither Republicans nor Democrats want to do anything about illegal immigration. Is because if you really clamp down on illegal immigration, and even if you still have full legal immigration at maximum capacity, the total population of the United States would either hover where it's at or start going down. Well, the trick is you make everybody have to pay taxes, though. It doesn't matter if you're here legally or illegally. Then there's a lot of people here illegally that aren't paying well, taxes. And, and it is. I mean, all kidding aside, there is less of a distinction if you're not going to enforce laws in general. Oh, no kidding. Which they don't. So it's Which like, again, they kind comes, of don't. They do a little bit in Texas, but in a lot of places, they really don't. Certainly in California, they don't. So does it really matter if you came here legally and do any kind of activities you engage in since they're no longer illegal? Are they even really any different than anybody who came here legally at that point? No. Well, you're definitely contributing to the economy. Yeah, because they're still stealing products <laughs> from the grocery store, just like everybody else so you know it's not like they're acting any differently as illegal immigrants yeah that's like working though going out and stealing from the local cvs that's that's like a job is like like maybe there's an opportunity here for a company to pivot into doing stolen goods delivery (laughs) we can yes we'll steal your goods you use an online menu to select what you'd like to have brought to your house that you would have otherwise stolen of your own accord and oh, there is a slight wow. upcharge, but we'll go ahead and take care of that for you. No, and that's then an deliver the, idea, the goods Gene. directly to you. That's an interesting We do not provide any legal or business advice on this show, but exactly. that is a pretty cool idea, though, huh? Right. I mean, because all you have to do is mirror the Target website, whatever store yeah. you're targeting. Yeah. <laughs> Just pick, pick your goods right here. You, got, you target their site and you mm-hmm. put prices on them. So you're like, oh. That uh, $500 Xbox, you know, we can sell that to you for 250 Yeah, 100 and a quarter, probably. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess. And well, then will you tip your driver when he brings your stolen goods? Will you give them your credit card? Would you give the stolen goods people yeah, your credit Well, you probably card? don't really have money to pay with a credit card, so you're going to have to open up a line of credit with your delivery company. <laughs> but the thing you got to keep in mind is the line of credit with a delivery company, uh, they kind of expect to get paid or you're going to lose some fingers. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, or break your legs. Mm-hmm. This is uh, yeah. This is a whole new it's business It's not going to end well. It's not, it's, I'm thinking it might be a whole thing where you maybe even get to a point where you have whole delivery trucks that get rerouted from the Targets and the Macy's of the world directly to this new venture and then uh you know you can provide uh direct deliveries to the houses of the products that used to be on that particular truck um with home delivery and you you offer company credit services i mean it's a whole business really if you think about it and and even for drugstores i mean you know why would you exclude that you might as well have home delivery on drugs sure i mean i think they do kind of depending on your dealer i mean uh- if they're given full well, service I think or there's not. there's probably some standalone you know dealers out there at this point. There's really not a good Uber like service. We did have one for a little while. <laughs> Uber for drug, yeah, um, it, yeah. It used to be called the um, 
the uh now you're talking uh, legal silk drugs road. like it used Walgreens? to be called silk road <laughs> right you're right the silk road website yeah and that that was one of the early sort of contenders that had pivoted in the direction of delivery of a variety of goods no questions asked and you could even pay for it with fake money but uh i i think um Right now, there's not really much competition in that space. So this space is just primed for somebody to come in and take over. Primed and ready. And now, I mean, again, all you have to Mm -hmm. do is all your local stores just put their goods up, put a price on them. Boom. You have a business. But here uh, here at Unrelenting, we won't send people to break your arms or legs if uh, you don't donate. We don't do that. Well, I mean, we can't really say whether we do it or not. (laughs) We'll leave that up to you to decide. (laughs) Nice. That's one way to get the numbers to go up. But this was a good week. I think everybody's happy that 2021 is coming to an end. Yeah, so you got some to read off. Uh, you want to get that out of the way? Yeah, first and foremost, Oystein Burge coming in with 50 bucks. Holy shit, man. Yeah, we must really do something you like. Yes, we do something he likes, maybe, or we just not talking for a week. Was like, yeah, you probably do, won't have a donation from him from after this episode now. Do more than that after uh do more not talking was there a note no there was no note okay well we'll just leave it up to our imaginations then we appreciate that also there was a no note just a monthly donation again from our buddy sir sean of the allegheny valley coming in with 25 bucks nice he comes in monthly with 25 for unrelenting and 15 for random thoughts r-a-n-d-u-m-b thoughts.com hmm and that's very much appreciated yeah think about adding sir gene to that list too sir gene speaks I mean, you have yeah, to actually that, do think, more than one enjoyed, episode. Well, hey, I did an episode this month. What, did you do one last month or the month but, before that? Well, if somebody donates once a month, I mean, do you really need to do more than one, <laughs> one a month? Right. Do you figure you just I've, need the episode where you read off the names of the people that donated? I've gotten over the bar. So that's the searching speaks method, which is if somebody yeah. donates, I have to do an episode to thank them. <laughs> so that is pretty good. I mean, all kidding inside, that is very, very strong, compelling uh, encouragement to, yeah, encouragement and reason to actually get a show out. Yeah. It's, it does make you look a bit like a dick to get a donation and not do another episode. Yes. Yeah. You're like, okay, now I, I have to do the episode because people are digging it because they're yeah. donating. That's- well, and in, in the end, I mean, certainly with Sir Gene, uh, more so than this show, but I, I do it for me. I, I do it mainly because I want to say something yes. and I no longer have friends right. who I I've used heard to be that. able to call up and say these things to. So instead of friends, I now have a microphone so I can speak into the microphone instead of calling friends, say what I would have said to a friend. But if I'm, if I'm talking into a microphone, I might as well record it and then see what I sound like. And, and if I'm recording will never it anyway. You. Well, you know, you say that, but uh, it's, I've, I've seen the case where one ghosted Adam not too long ago. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, he had to get a replacement microphone. But then he found out it wasn't bad. Well, you know, mixed messages is what happens in a relationship. Mixed messages. You start, you start just like assuming the worst of somebody, like your microphone. Right. And then you find out that they did nothing wrong and you have to apologize. And by that time you, know, you replaced it with another microphone and that's it. Yeah, that could be awkward. <laughs> I heard on the latest edition of Curry and the Keeper, maybe it was the one prior to that. Is that a great show? I love yeah. that show. It's Adam Curry and his wife. Wait, Kena. is that the same guy? Yeah, same guy. Oh, I thought it was a different guy. No, totally the same no, guy. Because this one's no funny. I like <laughs> this guy. 
<laughs> right. Totally different personality. Right. But the reality now is the house they're in has so many dimmers. His wife, Tina, was talking about that. You have to do everything in the dark while a show is going on. Oh, is that what they said? <laughs> yes. Mm, with uh, a bottle of wine open, mind yeah, you. Well, probably. Yeah. I mean, oh, I I'm pretty sure. The, yes. That's part of the fun of that that's, particular show. That's what that's what I saw on the camera. Anyway, podcasting in the dark. I don't know. That doesn't seem. That sounds like a show title. But yeah. It seems like podcasting after dark would be something Jack Murphy might do. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I think he. But I'm pumped. I think he probably did do a little bit of that. Podcasting in the dark may be mm. different, but also coming in at $14.23, Chuvak, who says, my hope is that this show is your exit strategy, which, uh, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. And it could be the exit strategy. But We'd have we, to have something to exit from, though. Right. would be the show. But the show is the exit strategy. Mm. If there's enough money that the show brings in that you no yeah. longer have to do the show. Hmm. Well, we certainly appreciate all contributions we do coming in at ten dollars via check our buddy chewed cookie and of course jeremy gertie's still coming in the 33 cent checks which i like oh leave God. them until I, the that, end of the month and i, take I know like right 30 pictures uh, with my phone it's just more work for you as well that's all he's doing he's not even it's not even work for the bank it's just work for you i know and, and i realize that but i still think it's funny so at some point I'll just start yeah, shredding the checks. You haven't crossed over the not any longer funny. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Not as of yet, but we appreciate, like you said, every donation that comes in. We are a value for value podcast, and you can get involved at unrelenting.show or at locals.unrelenting.com. Yeah. And, and incidentally, anybody that is sending in checks and cash and things. Oh, the totally cash you'll approved. never hear about. Let's be honest. Well, that's probably true. I probably won't hear about it either. <laughs> That'll be like, what? What donate? What are you talking about? The donation oh no uh, we totally appreciate it some people prefer to do it that way we totally understand that and certainly it makes things fairly easy for us as well but if you do want to get that access to our pre-show post-show as well as uh live video chats when they actually start happening and we've done all the testing we could have done today on video frankly but yeah i didn't have the blue i think both of us are a little, and, little too lazy yes yeah, it comes down to then i had to get dressed time. Oh, no, not that. <laughs> well, maybe that. Yeah, because you'd have to switch from your streaming on uh, OnlyFans to streaming for the uh, podcast. Right now. See, you're including a free month of Sir Gene's OnlyFans with every donation this month. There right? is a discount code that you get once you join us. I'm blind. Is that the discount code? Well, I'm not going to say it for people that haven't joined us. You <laughs> oh, get a discount right. coin when you. When you make that uh, jump to being a supporting member. When you make the Exactly. Because remember, this show is brought to you by people just like you. Just like you. Except and, that they actually gave us money. And we appreciate each and every one of you. Exactly. And we do, we do appreciate people that are just listening as well. And I, I think there's been some concern from one of the hosts on this show about the dwindling numbers of listeners, which the other host is completely not concerned about. <laughs> Because he generally does shows for himself. Right. I've heard main, that. That's the main reason for it. I was just pointing out metrics uh-huh. and uh-huh. like, I think people maybe want the show to have some kind of roadmap, even though I know we both like the fact that there is no roadmap and it can well, go I don't know about anywhere. you. I start with an outline every time I get on the show. Well, yeah, but your topics are all over the place, you know, and that's the beauty of it. You don't know if you're going to be talking about video games. You don't know if you're going to be talking about politics. You don't know if you're going to be yeah. talking about tech. 
you know, there are a lot of shows out there that are like, hey, we're a tech show and we can only talk about tech and we'll never touch anything else well, or and politics that way. I mean, some people just have a lot more time, apparently, but some some of these shows are literally scripted where what you're listening to when you listen to a podcast episode it's an audio is book. a chick or a guy reading. Yeah, basically an audio, but they're reading a written document out loud to you well, now, now some of them like on YouTube, there might be a place for some of that i generally like to listen to content that is happening on the fly which is why i've been a huge fan of no agenda for many years is not just the political uh conversations but it's the form of the factor or the form of the show uh or the format of the show i guess because it isn't scripted it is live the uh the reactions that you hear on that show as well as this one are genuine they're not staged they're not scripted wait wait let's, and, let's wait no you didn't you didn't laugh hard enough there let's redo that joke well you did kind of make me redo the hit it part so i guess that part is script <laughs> god damn it so that here i am lying to our listeners but you have to say start the recorder and then give me a second and then you can hit it that's way too long i i feel like you ought to be prepared as an audio professional should to always hit the be recording. at any time yeah, well, that right. like that would be the easy thing is to hit the record button right away. Like Way more blackmail material. I mean, I have two recorders going uh, just in case. I have three right now. Just just you in case three the right apocalypse now, but hits. you didn't yes. turn a single one of them on. No, you record the pre show. Why would I want extra recordings? Uh, God damn it. Yes, that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. And seems- then the other part is because my uh, my descript stopped recording in the mid wave through this show. We're only going to have transcripts for part of this show for our supporting members, which generally they get a full transcript of the pre post show as well as the show itself. So Unless I we apologize upload it to you to guys YouTube for that. and then you'll have all of them. Well, it's assuming that YouTube doesn't stop recording in the middle of our sure. show. Yes. Now, there's yes. a bunch of YouTube videos. I know these things have to have been going around for a while, but I'm finding more lately which are a computerized voice basically reading a script, which is the most annoying uh, yeah, yeah. There's a There's a ton of them, and some of the voices are actually pretty good until you start noticing that they pronounce uh, the same letters exactly the same way in every word. Yes, no matter what. Yeah, no matter what. But they otherwise sound pretty natural. And I always put a comment into these talking about how they're really actually just run by Chinese bots. Right. And, oh, my God, do they instantly get scared of those comments and try and <laughs> explain away that they're no no uh you know and i i'm not going to do a fake chinese accent but you kind of get Go the impression ahead. of the fake uh english that that, that they're going to be doing in these comments to prove that they are not some chinese bots but in fact are you know Hard-working real, americans. real real americans living in california cities of chicago well, let's and, be honest. Uh, there's more commies in California and Chicago than there are than in China. China. <laughs> probably, probably a true statement right there. And I say, uh, all right. What else you got? Is that it? Should we go into post show? Are we done with the not, show? Or not is quite, anybody else? I got one more topic. I think we have to mention the death Uh-oh. of Demo Dick Richard Marcinko. I mean, oh, we've talked man. about you him. Saved, you saved the a not funny, truly sad topic for the end, didn't you? The guy was a legend. Still is. Yes, legend. The legend will live on forever, even if the man is dead. And he was one of the. I mean, really, tell people who Demo Dick is. Demo Dick was the guy, and I did a whole episode. I mean, it sounds like a porn star name. (laughs) Yes, it does, really. But I did a lot of this on uh, Random Thoughts this week because this was a guy that. Oh, did you put on an episode of your own show too, just like me? Yes. Oh, I do that every Wednesday. I mean, I didn't realize you were doing that. (laughs) That's the beauty of. uh, 
this whole podcasting thing. But huh. uh, Richard Marcinko was the guy was in the Navy, was the guy that created SEAL Team Six, which is the bad ass of the baddest ass of the SEALs. That was the folks Black that ops. got the yeah, the, they're the ones that got bin Laden. They're the ones that can do the stuff that nobody else can do. Mm-hmm. And this was created. I mean, back at a time where I watched, there's a whole, uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, do that. The, there's a whole red cell documentary yeah. on YouTube. And, and, and there's all these groups are sort of intertwined. So red cell was a, a group that was testing the security of American military installations. Man, I got to tell that story sometime too of doing that. Yes. And then uh, that group came out of Field Team Six, which was a bigger unit that Marcinko created, which came out of the um, uh, the underwater Iran. demolition. What, the, what was the acronym? Uh, well, the right underwater. Uh... Yeah, it was underwater demolitions and something. And that was the group that. Uh, that uh, the former governor of Minnesota, Jesse Ventura was a part of yes. and uh, people that are too damn young to not remember a time before there was a seal uh, that there was Navy seals. The, the U S Navy actually had an underwater God, demolition team. UDS was it UDS, whatever the acronym was, yeah, but de- it was basically underwater demolition uh, and something. <laughs> and <laughs> I something. can't remember. <laughs> I can't not remember the something. You can't not remember. Ugh, it's horrible. Uh, it's this. It's the age, but but that's where Jesse was involved in, for all practical purposes. And Jesse is a seal, and uh, some people have uh, you know done their research by going on Wikipedia and saying no, he isn't because he was never in seals. Well, that's because the seals didn't exist when he was in there. But he literally was one one of the last groups of that team of Navy guys before the SEALs were established. And he's got plenty of fun stories. Uh, and that's, that's one of the things I liked about Jesse is he's a crazy motherfucker. Most but, SEALs, I think, are. Yeah, I think there's a certain element because as part of Bud's training, you have to essentially lose consciousness because you're underwater with your with your feet and hands tied and you run out of breath and your brain shuts down and the test is i mean you're not going to die because there's a guy right next to you that will grab you and bring you to the surface as soon as you pass out but the test is literally to get to that point where you pass out in order to prepare you and let you know what it's like for that to happen and not panic when it happens in the real life right and it's also so, a big trust exercise there that they are going to well, bring Yeah, you up. you're going to have some fucking trust involved, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, the, there's tons of videos you can watch or read about uh, buds and and the training that the prospective seals go through. It's a voluntary group. You can leave at any time by ringing the bell. Um, it's I, I've been to the uh, the I. Can't remember the name of the base now at the top of my head again. Just memory, just top secret. Right now. It's really not. No, it's. I was going to say the Seal Base in Coronado Island, uh, off of the coast of San Diego. Um, 
it's a very large facility. You can watch the the actual buds training out there. You can watch the seals going through or the trainees going through their their train out there. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff in San Diego, in the Navy base in general. The air the Air Force base is pretty fun out there. I get a lot of stories. Anyway, um, so he will be sorely missed as a guy that was really one of the key forces and the creator of SEAL Team 6, which incidentally, do you know why it is SEAL Team 6? He thought 6 was a lucky number and he wanted to screw with the Russians because they're like, well, where's SEAL Team 3, 4, and 5? That's exactly correct because it was a mindfuck game to make the uh, the communists, not just the Russians, but the the communists really think that they just found out about this thing and it's the sixth one and oh my god there's five others that we don't know about where they located right it's well i mentioned that in uh, random thoughts which it's it's great if you're the country that has the biggest stick but it's almost as good if people think you have the biggest stick yeah that's actually more important you know that is the beauty it is a psyop thing and i didn't realize that seal team six came out of the failed hostage rescue of the iran hostage crisis yep. back in 1979 so the seal team six is a yeah. relatively new thing yeah yeah the seals themselves are much older but seal team six is absolutely uh well it didn't seem like it was that long ago i mean i, I remember when they were created <laughs> i know i know we're old but yeah. then after his time with seal team six then that is when red cell was formed and that is when yep. he angered a lot of people in the red he cell played a little bit hard in, yes. in in his red cell exercises um like they actually when they were testing security operations they would actually and this was all at american bases they planted yeah, bombs le- near air le- force one yeah it's all totally bombs. legit totally legit <laughs> but yeah like they would go to test a, an air force base and then they would actually grab and gag and tie the uh the personnel that was guarding it right and then, you know, not just like tap on their shoulder, show them the document that says, we're here testing security. Uh, your next order is to just sit quietly and, you know, drink your drink and remain quiet while we're conducting this exercise. No, they took it to the next level and they they acted truly like the bad guys and uh, where they fully red teamed it and, uh, you know, it, it took physical control of the assets that had to be so much fun in the documentary oh, they mentioned God. grabbing an admiral and slapping him around which is the yeah. stuff they got away with because yeah yeah yeah. well when you have an i gotta get out of jail document i've had the privilege to have a few of those over my lifetime <laughs> there it is something else dude it is a power like you don't get to have most of the time and you enjoy it ha- while you do oh my god I having mean, that get out of jail card just there was one incident. I'll just tell one little little one. There was one time that I was um, uh, I was going to go to lunch with a a, a client uh, that was working on a large security project, and I said, "Look, I'll, I'll just swing by and pick you up. Well, you know, we'll go together in my car." And we did that. Went grabbed lunch, had good conversation, and so we're starting to head back. And I was going to drop him off at his building. I see the cop car behind me with its blinkers on. I'm like, Oh, uh Oh, what the heck? And, uh, so the cop car pulls me over and I'm like, huh? I wonder what happened here. It's cop car or cop car. The, the policeman walks over to the car 
uh, get your uh, license registration. No, no, I guess he started off. Well, you, you know how fast you're going there. And of course, the proper answer is, uh, yes, sir, I do. It was the speed limit. And <laughs> sure you were. So, you know, I give him my my driver's license and the insurance card. He goes back, sits down in his car. You can see him in the rearview mirror. He's, you know, punching some stuff in and talk. talk then he's talking on the uh, radio. And then he very quickly gets out of his car, walks back to my car, gives me back my driver's license, my insurance paper. And he says, I'm sorry, sir. Would you like an escort for the rest of your trip? <laughs> You're like, what? Oh, how old is she? And you? I said, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm almost at my destination. And I, I was totally nonchalant about it. I totally played it super cool. The guy sitting in my passenger seat, the guy that I was there to take out to lunch, has his mouth open, looking at me with the biggest confusion on his face. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> you didn't know you were Russian royalty? <laughs> yes. that's. I'm sure that's exactly why I got him a speeding ticket. I was Russian royalty. Uh, he... I don't think he's ever been more impressed in his life that he's with this in person than something as minor as a, a cop who pulled me over for speeding, offering to uh, give me an escort for my drive. You couldn't set it up better. Oh, my God. No, I couldn't. Because it was like, I mean, I don't know what would be more impressive if you set that up or if right. that was real. Right. Right. Like, both would be fucking impressive. What the hell? It's and like I, having I, the biggest stick. It's really is like, I don't need to demonstrate anything because I know who I am, you know, and I had that for five years. So for five years, it was actually fun to get pulled over by cops. It was an enjoyable experience <laughs> because it, especially if somebody was there with me, I mean, that was, even if I'm there alone, it was still kind of fun, but it was especially fun if somebody was there with me because the reaction, it was one of complete and utter shock. It's the, it's almost like I'm a, you know, a, a, a well-known model, supermodel type. Oh yeah. People and the cops just they like, say, Oh my God, can I get your autograph? You know, <laughs> it was, it was that type of experience. Um, and it, it kind of sucked when that stopped happening. I was gonna say, now you're worried about getting pulled over because the anal cavity searches and all yeah, of that. Right. Well, no, I'm not really worried because they don't pull anybody over anymore because there aren't any more cops in Austin. No, Austin true. doesn't believe in the police department anymore. Yeah, defund. Defund, uh, baby. I, yeah, man, that's a good bandwagon to jump on, I think. So anyway, there's another 20 minutes. We just yapped. Yeah. The best thing about the Red Cell documentary was the end when they're rolling the credits and the woman that was doing the interviewing is asking everybody from the admiral to the other guy that was high up in the chain to uh, Richard Marcinko, mm -hmm. you know, the guy that was uh, one of his team members is in here. And the question to all of them was because Red Cell, when they went out to do all of this, every minute of their operations were videotaped. They mm -hmm. hired other special force, ex-special force guys to videotape everything so that when the base commanders would go, no, you didn't do that at my base. You didn't break in. You didn't do that. They'd have video evidence, which yep. really embarrassed them. But the question at the end was, so where where's all the video now? And everybody's mm -hmm. like, no, I don't know. The, the, the other guy must have it. No, this mm -hmm. guy must have it. It's like, yeah, uh, that, that video, Marchinko made the comment that in 50 years, everybody will see it because it'll all become, uh, you know, non-classified. Right. Right, which right. Uh, I would love to see all of that. That would probably yeah. be better 
than any motion picture being made now. Yep. Is exactly what oh, those I, guys I, did. I think it would be fun. And I, he's got a whole series of quote fictional books, unquote. Yes. Um, which are fun to read. His original book, Rogue Warrior, was uh, a semi-autobiographic. That was another really good book. Um, and then Red Cell was next. That was the first mm-hmm. uh, one that was under fiction. Yeah. Sure yeah. it was. Well, yeah. I mean, it, I, I will say progressively with each book, there was more fiction in it. Yes. But the writing uh, was great. But, that was, But like you and I have both met him. And I, I went to like the bars that he described uh, going to in D.C. Um, like a lot of places are exactly in the books where they are in real life, or at least used to be around the time that he wrote the books. So it, it was kind of fun doing a little, um, little sneak and peek. Well, no, not even, but, well, not reconnaissance. It's really more like, uh, you know, celebrity tourism, if sure. anything, but, but it made the books more real. It, it gave them the air of more accuracy, even the ones that were fictional. Yeah. And it's, and it, I think you even said it is because it, it was, it, it was easier to just tell the truth than to lie. That is, and the stories were probably better. And he was a hell of a storyteller. Mm-hmm. And and there were genuine uh, wanted posters for him dead uh, in Vietnam when he served in Vietnam. Yeah, that's where his career kind of started. And that's I where will he say, got to be get a reputation for sure. I mean, there were a lot of people I know, and I was never, and still aren't, a huge fiction reader when it comes to books. I'll read a lot of you know, sports biography, stuff like that. But Demo Dick read every one of the books because they were damn good. Mm-hmm. And uh, he will be. They missed. have a hell of a cast of characters, too. Yes. Yes. The, it's the team, baby. Mm-hmm. The whole team. It all just works. So check out his books. You could probably pick them up for uh, pennies on the dollar now. Probably. Yeah. These days. Yeah. Read them on your Kindle. Give you something to do. Mm-hmm. When we get dumped on eight inches of snow this week, and that's gonna and be fun. You, that that guy was definitely an alpha male. Do you think he had the beard and everything? <laughs> is that is that how it all goes down? And yeah, he was he was he was Slovak, right? And his uh, he is a Slovak brother. There you go. So it all works yeah. out. Yeah, because Mar- Mar- Marcinko is uh, or Marcinko is actually Marcinko. See, I have heard it both ways, and this this yeah, okay, this he will, pronounced it both ways because this he, will he himself. <laughs> He talked about it at some point where, like, he wasn't even sure which was the proper pronunciation. Interesting. Uh, so, but but if you actually Google that name, you start finding a bunch of people that actually live in Slovakia. And if you look at the way they would pronounce that name, uh, it would be. Shit, now I can't remember either, but which, it was one which, of those. Right. But it's I, yeah, because it's easy to like. I can imagine in both ways now, and I thought I knew, but yes. it's it's oh. generally the opposite of whichever way that most people pronounce it. See, and that's this will make you laugh because I did the whole recording of my show, mm-hmm. and I said Marchinko because that's always yeah. the way I've said it was Marchinko, yeah. and yeah. then I watched something before I published it. And was Marcinko? Yeah, so I went back and changed yeah. every time. Oh, dude, don't do that. You should have just alternated them. Marcinko, Marcinko, yes. Marcinko, Marcinko. Yeah, that would drive people exactly. even more nuts. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, but I, I think he would laugh at that. I think that'd be funny. No matter how he you was say a, his He was name. a good guy. He instilled a lot of, again, this is like kidding aside, uh, instilled a lot of good philosophy and practical advice that I took to heart. 
on things like he has his Ten Commandments, and they're things like you don't have to like it, you just have to do it. Yeah, and I treat everybody the same, just, just like, like shit. shit. <laughs> and I remember these, yes. and and I I first read them thirty years ago. So and and really, it's not like I've been sitting there reading his books to refresh because because they're true and they're they're accurate. And if you follow those commandments, then you'll have less foobar situations. Right. The more you sweat in training, the less you bleed in you combat. Bleed in combat, absolutely. And a lot of that did. He had wrote a couple business books, and they all those were not very good. They weren't great, but no. they they were solid. It was a, it was a good it was, it was a good a money try grab. to try and yeah it was total money grab to try and and uh, kind of somebody I, I guarantee you some publisher went to him and said hey you know your ten commandments we could probably get a book out with turning those into business concepts and which was exactly what they did yeah and I'm not sure how much of it he actually wrote it might have been most likely it was ghost written with just somebody talking to him and then they wrote the book it all worked. In the end, the Mer- America was safer. Do they do any of this now? That's a conversation for another uh, show. They cause... do, but not nearly to the extent uh, that SEAL Team 6 was doing it when they were doing it. There, There is a lot more care to be politically correct these days. That is going to be the detriment. Well, no it's already question. been the detriment. I mean, we've, we've mentioned this in the past. Now our show is like over two hours. Um, that, uh, no, no, this part is only oh, this 80 part is, minutes. Oh, well, hell we're good here then. That's right. I'm, <laughs> I'm including the pre-show for people that have supported us. The, um, uh, what the hell did I start talking about? This concept of this woke world and security and, uh, how yeah. all of this, how, what's it take to be a warrior today? I mean, all of this, oh no, we, we can't. Oh, yeah, we yeah. have to give somebody their safe space. I mean, come on, you're doing training for it, SEAL Team 6. There is no safe space. Exactly. The The safe space exists in your mind. It's it's in your mind palace. It's not in your physical body. Um, but I forgot what the hell I was going to say. I was going to talk about something really interesting. <laughs> that, you know, that happens every show. I know it does. It does. I, look, I'm taking all the vitamins that I can, but clearly maybe I need to up the B's. <laughs> Yes. Get a little more B5, B12 in there. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you just do need one of those transfusions of uh, adrenochrome. You're right. You need some the blood of a nice uh, eight year old or something like that. Is that what you need? Um, that, that's not legal. We don't give that kind of <laughs> advice here. No, they have to be 18. Right. 18 is the legal right. age for blood 18? transfusion. No, yeah, I didn't. Do you started a little young. I didn't. I didn't. But mean uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got. I know plenty of people that do those transfusions on a regular basis. Because they think they're going to live forever. You know, to the contrary. Not yet. I mean, isn't that the definition of a vampire? I think so. Somebody that consumes the blood of others and lives forever. Yeah, that'd be kind of boring mm. to live forever. Well, and it's not really forever, right? Because they're afraid of sunlight because sunlight kills viruses. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. But God bless Demo Dick. God bless the warriors. We're better off for having him been around. Yeah, we need more. We need more people that yeah. can do the stuff nobody else wants to do and do it with flair and have balls. Yes. Yeah. That's also more people something with balls. That's that's the bottom line. That's the bottom. That's the bottom line of this show. More balls. Good. Lots of balls. Just balls everywhere. <laughs> that's a completely different podcast. 
That's the OnlyFans show, I'm pretty sure. That's okay, the tagline. Okay, I think line. we're officially going into the uh, after show now. I think we're officially going off the rails. <laughs> we better cut it here until we'll be back next week for a whole new adventure. In a brand new year. Ooh, I like that. Later, everybody.